Well, he's back. The man who's going to solve all of our problems in regards to training. Oh, you remember, or if you haven't seen the show, you need to go back because Doug Goodwin is becoming a regular here on The Human Resource. Doug's co-founder of the Center for Great Workforce Performance, I can say it, Center for Great Workforce Performance. Hey, don't worry about it. I struggle sometimes myself, but I'm the founder. (laughs) (laughs) And today I've got him back in the studio because I want him to better um, kind of start elaborating on just how unique and thorough this training actually is. Help our viewers and listeners be reminded of what the program is. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a process called Manager MVP where we take frontline managers, supervisors, and leads and walk them through a process to take them from where they're at. And let's be candid, most people got their managerial job the first start because they were really good at what they did before. So we took them out of the environment they were good at and we put them into a new environment with no training, no development, and we said, best of luck to you. Uh, so we take that we take that person through a process, and it is a process that is customized to their culture and their strategy and their processes, and we take them through it, and at the other end, they come out a certified manager MVP, and they have all the skills and knowledge that they need to be awesome at their jobs. And we talked in the last show, this happens because your team, your program, works and on a on a very specific basis with these employers, you learn all of this. Oh, without a doubt, of what I mean, it, it, it's a combination of in classroom and as well as in place coaching. And we go into the workplace so we can learn their culture. We can learn, you know, what is going on in their organization. What are they actually doing for their job? And we, we customize everything specifically to their organization. There is no other program that I'm aware of that does this. So let's talk today about. Work mastery. Okay. Help uh, help me understand. Uh, what does that mean? So, work mastery is all about serving, managing, and leading. So, before you can start work mastery, you have to kind of define work. I mean, what actually is work? It's, well, there's only two things. It's either a process or a project. Uh, so, we're working on projects and we're driving uh, the ship with processes. Okay. Now wait a minute. Work is just a way of getting paid. And you're taking these individuals and getting them to see work entirely different. Absolutely, absolutely. Where do they where Where do they begin? So it really begins. You know, you start at the very basics. You start, you know, finding out. Like we start with actually their job description. Uh, and a job description is the worst thing ever done. If you look at them, they're just bullet points of stuff. Hate them. <laughs> Me too. They mean hate nothing. Them. Hate them. Hate yeah. them. Um, so. You, you convert that to what? Uh, so you convert that to, you start to, you start to, you know, think about, okay, what do you actually do? What do you actually need to get done? What processes do you have in place that are actually working? What processes do you have in place that aren't even being used? And what processes do you have in place that aren't, being, aren't effective? And, and you kind of start to build your foundation right there. Okay, so that's even above and beyond the job description. Oh, yeah. So you're talking, we want to know specifically what is expected to be, I call them success factors. Yeah. What, what, what are your success factors in this role? And then you look at the processes in place 
to see if they're even achievable. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so what what is it? What does the end look like for them? What are they trying to achieve? What is what is the perfect place that they want to end up? Yeah, if you don't know that at the beginning, then how are you ever going to get there? It's like going on a journey on a map with no destination. Interesting. And this is all under serve. Yes. Yeah, so you serve. Serve. Let's think about who we can serve. We got okay. our people, we've got our families, we have our stakeholders, we have our employees, we have our customers. Okay, they do not want to be told what to do. They don't want to be said, do this, do that. They want to be served. They want to be delighted. Oh, this is a new concept. This is this is the way it always should have been. This is a new concept. How often can we honestly say that we're serving our employees. Yeah, just think about it from a sales perspective or from a, a manager perspective. If you're ordering people around, or if you're just selling something, it's not that great. You know, you're, you're not gonna have much success, but if you're actually serving them, understanding what it is they want, what do they want to achieve, what's in it for them, and you serve those needs, oh, life gets so much easier. Oh my gosh, are you listening to this? How many of your management teams are using that terminology as you're going over performance reviews or you're doing an evaluation on one of your management team or your, your team leads? That this is this is this is gonna be a, a shocker. So what can we actually manage? Well let's go to manage. Sure. So do we manage people? Well, we just said we serve them. We don't manage them. Right. So what we can manage, though, are those processes and those projects. Those we can affect change on. So you can manage those. So you can manage if they're in place and in use. You can manage if they're not affected and then actually change them. Same thing with your processes. You can evaluate them and measure them and tweak them and address address issues and challenges and possibilities. Uh, that's, that's all in that managed spectrum. So it goes back to if you don't know the company, if you don't understand what, what they're currently doing, if you're not really boots on the ground in the company, you can't assure that this individual is going to be able to take the training and, and or what you're giving them in terms of skills and competencies and be able to apply them effectively. Absolutely. It's not possible. You have to actually physically go in there and see what they're talking about. I, I, I can't tell you the number of clients I've worked with. They'll tell me something. They're like, I'm just telling you, let's just go show you. And they go show me. And it's like, oh, the light will goes on for me. And then I can help the light go on for them. And then we come up with a strategy and a plan to put in place so they can actually execute it. And then they'll come back and report on it and say, hey, here's what we did. Here's how, here's how it turned out. Uh, and it's that practice and, and putting implementation and the practice and then measurement. That's how you make progress. Well, and you're, what you're doing is having an impact on the company, yeah. not just through this individual, but everyone that's affected by that process. Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, the stakeholder who's paying for this, they want to see a result. And that result should be better efficiency, maybe better customer satisfaction, maybe better revenue, you know, more profitability. Those are the things that we're really changing at the end of the day. Uh, obviously, lowering retention and investing in people as well. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the dollar uh, and, and how it's how it's impacting the bottom line. Well, I can tell you right now, and we talked about um, in our last show that the, the sitting somebody down in front of a computer and doing those computer-based trainings—that is not what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That night and day, apples and oranges, if someone is willing to accept the results of sitting somebody down and teaching them management skills on the computer versus what you're offering, 
they're they're wasting their money. Well, and they're wasting their time too. I mean, they're kidding themselves if they think you can watch a screen and just absorb it all and actually implement it and put it in place. It takes practice. I mean, you can't just you can't just learn something and say I've got it. It doesn't work that way. You actually have to practice it, measure it, test it, come back, rethink it. Uh, we've got a, 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 a saying that uh, theory without practice is useless. Practice without theory is just dangerous. Uh, and that's really what you're getting. With you're just getting something. You don't. Really You've never tested it. You don't know. Well, and the student, the individual that you've got in the training program, is not only responsible and accountable to his employer, but now he's responsible and accountable to you. Because there's no hiding. Yeah. You know, it's like they're looking at you eye to eye. They're talking. You're asking them questions, and, and they get it. And you see the light come on for these folks. It's wonderful. Oh, my goodness. And I love that. I absolutely, I've, I've said before, when I go and we start working with a, an HR person, it, you know, they start out with going, well, I have no idea. This is what, what should I do? I know I'm doing my job. I know I'm successful as a consultant. If they're coming to me and saying, this is what I want to do. Did I think of everything? Or this is what I just did. And I, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're listening. They, they heard me. They, and what you're doing is literally going, you're walking that path with them. So they, they, they're not going to fall unless they're just not the right person for the position. But by the time you get very, it doesn't take very long to identify that someone's not. It really doesn't. You, you can see it pretty quickly. Uh, so, you know, you're looking, you're analyzing, you're walking. And if you just see, I, I've used the uh, factor raw before, ready, able, and willing. If they're ready, not, able, and yes, willing? ready, able, and willing. So if they don't have the raw factor, it shows up really quick, uh, usually like in the first one or two sessions. Uh, and by then you know it, and you just go to the stakeholder and say, hey, maybe you need to pick someone else. Let's reinvest your money. You know, I've got clients that would love to have someone on the outside come in and say, eh, I don't think, because then they can blame you. That's right. They, That's they right. can come in and say, you know, I, they yeah. just don't see anything. i I got to move you. Right. Uh, and think about who gets impacted then. We did an earlier show on the essential communication, you know, the, these new managers who can't communicate. They can't convey expectations. They can't communicate company policy. And how dangerous a lack of, or even confrontation, being able to just feel comfortable sitting in front of someone else and doing a one-on-one. That's, that's serious stuff. Well, let me just think about it. I mean, how, how many people are great at their technical skills? And then they, they what I, I don't like the term soft skills. I use essential work skills, okay. things like communicating, problem solving, relating to someone, having uh, empathy. Those are the essential skills because you can have all the tech skills, all the hard skills you want, but if you can't convey that, where are you going to go with it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, nowhere fast. Nowhere fast. So talk to me about lead. So what can we actually lead? Do we lead people? Not really. You know, people don't want to be led. They want to be served. What we can lead, though, is change in our cultures. Can evaluate those cultures and start to look at like, hey, what's working, what's not working. And we can, we can, if, if in fact change uh, in culture, we can change our strategy. We can look and we can evaluate and we can change based on the results and the measures that we're getting. Uh, those are the areas where we really need to focus on. When we think of ourselves as leaders, we need to think of ourselves as leaders in changing culture and strategy. We don't need to look at anything else. Just stop right there. You do that, you'll be fine. How do you know when you've got the right employer for this program? Not just the 
student, but how do you know you've got the right employer? You know, it takes a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. So you'll get someone else, okay, I'm going I'm to dip my toe in here. We're going to try this. We're going to give you two managers, and we're going to kind of watch them go through. And somewhere around the fourth or fifth interaction, when the light starts to go on, and you go back and you do that executive summary, say, here's what they've learned. And when they go, ah, it's like the aha, by Jove, they're getting this. Um, you know, you could, that's when you know, but you really don't know. And that's why we break it into 16 weeks. We break, our whole thing is in 16 week segments. So if at the end of the first 16 weeks, they don't want to go on, they don't go on. That's fine. You know, it's, it's great. But most people, all people, yeah. or by the end of the 16 weeks, then they see it and then they're ready to get on. They're excited about it then because they starting to see, hey, this is what we're going to do. Um, so yeah, you don't know at the beginning for sure. You see someone that feels like they're ready, able, willing. Uh, but you don't know it 100%, and they probably don't know it 100%. They just know they need to do something. Uh, and everything they've tried, which more often than not is lots of things, hasn't worked. The video training or sending someone to a workshop, it doesn't work. Or just not doing anything. Or doing nothing at all certainly doesn't work. And that's the most prevalent. Right. Um, and we have, again, made it a major message on this show that you have to train the boots on the ground. 90% okay. of the HR decisions and actions are done by those individuals. Without a doubt. I mean, there's so much research out there. The U.S. Army did a tremendous research of what, what level of the military affects success. And it's the first sergeant, which is the highest enlisted Gosh. person. It's not a general. It's not even an officer. Yeah. It's someone who's enlisted, the highest level one. Yeah. And that's, that's the key to success. So that's, apply that to our companies. It's your supervisor. It's your leads. It's your manager. You know, it's not your CEO. It's not your C-suite. Uh, as much as we want to think it is, it's not. It's that frontline manager. What's the nicest thing someone said about the program? Great question. I think the, the best experience, the nicest thing I've ever heard as a manager, and she was running a restaurant, and she was trying to manage this. She was, she was still managing it as if she was working in the business, not on the business. Didn't occur to her that she was the highest level person in this business and that she was running a multi-million dollar business. She was still thinking about running a restaurant. So the nicest thing, though, she said, you gave me time with my son back. And as a dad, I mean, I'm a little, I'm trying not to, I'm, ha I'm having really? to keep, yes, she gave me, I, we gave her time back with her son. And that was the most important thing. That to me is more than anything. Now, we positively affected that business tenfold, no doubt. But that was more important, giving her son back. So what I hear in that is that properly trained people feel better. They're less stressed. Oh, totally. There's a less complications. There's better communication. I mean, it's just... Better communication, better communication. Yeah, you literally are changing someone's life is what you're actually doing. Uh, you know, you're just giving them, you're giving them their life back. They, they're not lost anymore. They have a game plan. They're, they're executing a plan that they built. Uh, and that's really what we all want in life, isn't it? Just to you know, call our own shot, execute our own game plan. And all the people that they manage or that they come in contact with, Absolutely. whether it's the customer or whether it's, they all feel it. Positive benefit everywhere. There's no downside. Again, let's let's make sure that if they want to learn more about this program, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, you can reach me directly at Doug at cgwp.org or go to our website at cgwp.org. And if anybody can't find that or can't figure it out, call me. Check the station. We will make sure that you get a hold of him. Doug, thank you so very, very thank much. Thank you for having me, Pandy. I appreciate it. Let's do this again. We'll, let's do it. I like it. Let's keep going because yes. training is important. Okay. And it's important that you get what you need. So viewers, please, if you have a question for Doug or if you want to hear something more about this program specifically or any other HR issue, 
give us a call because that's what we're here for at the human resource.